0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Menswear Style Podcast. I'm your host Pete Brooker and on this episode I'm going to talk to Benny Hancock, CEO and Creative Director of Benny Hancock for Men. I'm going to peel off a little info here off the Benny Hancock website. The website by the way you can find at BennyHancock.com. Benny Hancock is a global industry pro-makeup artist who has spent over a decade painting the faces of celebrities, supermodels and VIPs. Benny is a leading authority on high-performance makeup and having spent years working closely with men's skin, he appreciates how men's skin differs to women's and the look men want to achieve. So, really enjoy talking to Benny. He talks about his training days down at Pinewood Studios. You can imagine where that conversation went. What the common misconceptions are surrounding cosmetics designed for men, and we also managed to crowbar in a chat about Bruce Willis and Die Hard. So fascinating guy. Think you'll enjoy that. Before we get into that, though, let me tell you about Hockerty, proud sponsor of today's show. Hockerty is the e-commerce leader in made-to-measure clothing for men: suits, shirts, trousers, blazer, outerwear. Each customer can create his own clothes by choosing from a wide range of styles and fabrics. Their three D online designer is the perfect tool to visualize clothing in real time. Each garment is made exclusively in Shanghai in Hockety's workshops, benefiting from a long time tradition of tailoring and great fabric quality. Hockety is a very is very proud to offer their recognised expertise at an affordable price while guaranteeing working conditions that respect employees and the environment. Uh, the menswear style podcast audience can get ten. Percent discount on their first order simply use the code blgmenswear at Hockety. UK. so that code is blgmenswear at Hockety. UK. that's the website by the way so i had a look on their website it's amazing some of the blazers and some of the outerwear and you can chop and choose all your different designs it's very much a kind of bespoke tailor your own style uh, i checked out the code the code works at the checkout page so that code once again is B-L-G, Menswear and the website hockety.uk all right so don't forget to check out the show notes menswearstyle.co.uk and the social at menswearstyle crikey it's a lot of info right <laughs> it's like, all right i get it but all the latest fashion news and our editor craig he's done an awesome article on how to choose the ultimate road trip vehicle you're thinking of exploring the great united kingdom not wanting to risk booking any flights right now while well, it might be time to do some research on what to look for if you're in the market for a new motor so check out that article and many more many more on the website menswearstyle.co.uk all right oh i've nearly forgot if you want to tell us about your brand and your journey you want to be on the show you can email us at info at okay Let's get into it. This is a good one. Hope you enjoy it. Here is that interview with Benny Hancock, CEO and Creative Director of Benny Hancock for Men. Well, it's my great pleasure to introduce Benny Hancock, CEO and Creative Director of Benny Hancock for Men, a male makeup and grooming line designed just for men. Benny, how are you doing today? Yeah, good. Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. uh You were just telling me off air that you got aircon installed, so I'm very, very envious.
1: Yeah, I've had to turn it off for this podcast, though, because It's too noisy. <laughs> so we're just going <laughs> to sweat it's away. A bit frustrating, so I'm about to start sweating. I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Benny, um, tell us please who you are and what it is you do.
1: So, my name's Benny Hancock, and I am a makeup artist. I've been a makeup artist for over a decade, and I decided to recently develop a cosmetic line designed just for men. I felt like there's such a huge demographic left out because there's so many women's brands out there, and uh, I felt like it was time that we catered for men a little more, because there's a lot of grooming brands and things like that, as opposed to just makeup. So I wanted to put all my knowledge to good use from all the years experience I've had with formulations and things and develop my own line.
0: Okay, And a little bit about your history. How did you how did you get into the market?
1: Into makeup?
0: Into the industry, I suppose. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I started out. I was training at Pinewood Film Studios. No way. yeah I was training there which is a world apart from, from what I'm doing now because it's a completely different world to the fashion and the beauty and, and editorial sort of markets but yeah I trained there and I was there for a couple of years and then I sort of went on to sort of assist a lot of uh, big makeup artists through, through London and things and sort of through friends I used to hang out with in sort of East London and stuff sort of the fashion crowds and I just sort of grew from there and then off the back of that, I moved to America for quite a few years. So I was in uh, Los Angeles and um, worked with a lot of celebrities, which is a whole different world again. So, yeah, I've, I've sort of done the rounds a little bit. And now I'm back in London. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Well, I had a whole load of questions written out about how you managed to get the business off the ground, you know, how you're dealing with a pandemic. But I'm just going to do about two hours on Pinewood, and then we'll move on to that. Stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm a huge... A uh, Bond fan, I mean, you know, Pinewood is the home of Bond. Maybe you can just tell us a little bit about your, your time working at Pinewood.
1: It was, do you know, it wasn't working, it was training. So it was like, um, it's a makeup, it's like a makeup and prosthetics course. Mm-hmm. So basically it's very intense and you're there full time, like 12 hours a day. So it wasn't actually working on the actual project as such. However, because you're in Pinewood Studios and it is working with the talent that, works with I don't know x-men and things like that so some of the prosthetic artists i work with um were working on massive movies like that so i got to meet some of them artists but you would be walking around and you'd see uh, the odd star just sort of walking around which was very interesting um but yeah it was more learning um the basics of makeup uh, tv television movie continuity all them nitty-gritty things that uh, people don't realize goes
0: into yeah, it as much. that's nuts and so were there any films in particular you mentioned x-men there are there any ones that stood out for you when you were working there or sorry training there they,
1: that was um that was the only one that was really going on mainly when i was there that i knew of right because <laughs> it's huge <laughs> it's huge and they, they've got restricted areas and things like that so you can only go in certain places know, but yeah that's yeah. the only one there i would love to have uh, had the pleasure to have gone on set put it that way <laughs> well
0: i went down to pinewood for a, a a bond event, they do like these pinewood events and they yeah. kind of get the bond actors in and, you know, do loads of book signings and do a screening. Uh, but the, yeah you're right the rigors and strictures in a place like that they don't allow you to just kind of walk around move oh, around yeah, the they're, ground they're
1: not nice and they'll push you away if you get too close.
0: oh right
1: <laughs> yeah no you just have to keep your distance but it's, but it's fair enough you know they they want to keep it a surprise in the script and things and not have things leak. so i understand yeah
0: yeah completely. no it is it, no it's totally understandable i remember when i there was a, there was a speech going on on stage between uh Two very well-known directors, I should say. I won't name who they were. And I didn't quite know the rules and the layout of the land. So I got my phone out and was taking pictures um oh. and, and then i could see other people like with their phones out and they were they were taking i was like wow just i'm just gonna record say 20 30 seconds of this i think it'll be interesting for i don't know youtube someday yeah, yeah and yeah. uh the people at my dinner table just gave me the stink eye the minute i turned around so you imagine i'm right at the front by the way so yeah. all i'm doing is looking at the actor i'm not looking at anyone else all, me, all <laughs> eyes on you yeah so when i turn around and like the interview's done and put the phone down everyone's looked at me like i've just kind of oh man it was, <laughs> it was horrible and then security came and uh, deleted it all and I like, oh, they delete
1: it off your phone oh um, yeah it's crazy yeah. and the then... whole entertainment industry is mad in that sense but you have to respect it because the movies is one one element but then sort of you i've worked with uh music artists and things like that as well so with that world it's completely different so they're all for red carpet social media it's it's very different to to that world as well so you have to sort of sort of jumping between the two is very very unusual
0: so we'll get on to the uh the range in a minute but i want to know Mm -hmm. what like the day-to-day life and the running of the business is like for you now i mean do you kind of know what's coming down the week or the the month or day-to-day how does it work to be honest with you
1: because we're an online uh business and we're fairly new it's actually i mean i'm happy to say it's been really good for us in in a way because Everyone's been at home, so everyone's um, been having a look and and wanting to try things out. And uh, we recently just launched um, our virtual try-on mirror, which basically is the -the state-of-the-art technology and AI. So basically, you can try the actual products on from your smartphone or laptop camera in Mm. live view. So you can actually virtually try them on, see how the product looks on you or color match your shade from the comfort of your own home. So it's it's literally just launched recently and it's gone down a storm. So in that sense, we've just been very forward thinking and trying to progress and move with what's happening. And it's actually been really good for us. Thank God, you know. Yeah. Because I know for a lot of people, it's been very tough.
0: Yeah, I know. It looks great, by the way. So, I mean the website people should be checking out bennyhancock.com and the uh, the virtual try on mirror uh i guess it's... did you give it a go uh like i ha- <laughs> i haven't had the chance yet i'm on it now i don't know if i can do it while i talk to you i don't <laughs> I might be a probably bit not you,
1: you need to remember to have good lighting that's the key <laughs> right okay
0: so is this uh is this technology that you've developed or software that you've just stumbled across how did it work
1: no it's um ai's um quite a big technology uh a lot of uh, cosmetic brands uh are using it you know l'oreals and, and people like that have got it on their sites um but yeah it's something we've uh developed it took a little little bit of time but we've developed it with our uh, products um and yeah it, i think it's fantastic and so many guys compliment how easy it is to find their shade because you know normally if you go to a makeup counter you have to sort of color match or ask for advice and things like that whereas mm. now you don't have to do that with this right. um and i also feel like with guys it's It's such a new thing that if they're a little bit uneasy about makeup and the idea of it or a bit shy about it, they can do it from the comfort of their own home and not feel too conscious, you know?
0: Nice. How do you feel about combating that kind of, I don't know if we call it shyness or stigma? I don't know how you kind of package that, but how do you feel like you can get guys out of their shell to talk about men's cosmetics more?
1: I think, to be honest, I think it's already happening. Uh-huh. I think we it's such an emerging market and it's every day it's changing. I think with something like this, what we have developed, it's yet again made it even easier because I think the, the hardest thing to do is to get guys to try something, yeah. especially in, in this sense. I think once a guy's tried something, I guarantee with, with my formulations, obviously I'm going to say this, that they're going to, to like the way they look because it's enhancing their appearance. So it's just that first initial trying it. And then once someone's tried it, then their confidence is there and then they, they're, they're happy about it. I mean, I know loads of guys that have been using uh, their girlfriend's makeup for I don't know how long and, and borrowing it from their makeup bag and using it up and things like that. And their girlfriend gets annoyed because they've run out of concealer and things yeah, like yeah. that. So it's nothing new. Guys have been using makeup for forever, and like even back to what I was saying about the movies. Guys all wear makeup in movies, even the action movies, like Die Hard with Bruce Willis or something. He's got makeup on. Like people you wouldn't necessarily associate makeup with, or guys would wouldn't have before. It's always been there. Red carpets, guys wear it. It's it's nothing new. It's just now I feel like there's such a turn, and it's becoming very mainstream. Mm. But I think that's such a good thing. And I think why shouldn't guys be able to look good and, and enhance their appearance?
0: By the way, that is nuts to think of. I guess if you put like the most masculine image you can think of in the dictionary, it would be Bruce Willis in a bloodied vest hanging out a exactly. skyscraper window with a doozy, exactly. right? That's
1: all makeup.
0: And then he's makeup. yeah, and then you can trust that and tell someone he's wearing makeup there, and like <laughs> every dude in the planet will go, "No, you shut your face." But it's
1: what makes them. It that's what I think. It's more of a not in a patronizing way but it's more of a, a educational thing i think it for to, for people to understand or well, actually know that it's it's been there the whole time and it's okay if you if you have a spot or a blemish or you've had a heavy night and got dark under eye circles you don't necessarily want to be going somewhere looking like that you want to make yourself look quite fresh and alive you know yeah. so it, there's nothing wrong with it and i think it is you know so many grooming things i think grooming set the tone for it with, with beards and beard oils and things like that and it's opened the door even more beauty products and things like that and now it's got onto makeup and, I, and it's doing really well so right. I think it's just a matter of time before it gets bigger and bigger and bigger
0: and by the way it's no coincidence that when you see red carpet events or you see guys on film or telly that they look great I mean, because the chances are they spent an hour or so, possibly more in a makeup chair, getting everything to look right. It's not just someone ironing their shirts, you know, and tailoring their, their waistcoats or whatnot. It's the whole package, isn't it? So,
1: it's a whole package deal. I mean, you can't roll out of bed unless you're literally not even from Earth and looking amazing. Like, so they, <laughs> they literally enhance in themselves to, to look the best version of themselves. But the thing with Red Carpet, I will say it's different to like what we're offering. They have quite a heavy base and heavy makeup on. So they wear quite a lot of products because on camera and things, it doesn't show up as much, but you look better when you you wear more in Mm. them senses. However, what I've done with these products is I've designed formulations that are very lightweight and very natural. So basically they're all designed to enhance You so you look the best version of yourself and they don't change you and you don't feel conscious that you're wearing things so it's all designed just to enhance you to to look the best version of you and not make you feel conscious that oh what he looks like he's got loads of makeup on it's not that's not what i wanted to do i wanted to enhance it so it's very natural you know
0: it's almost like uh and I'll bring this background in a second. It's almost like a really good boob job. A good boob job is where <laughs> you do you look at them and you go right. I don't know if they're real or fake, and that is the idea of a good boob job. It's not that to have a boob job. is not that the purpose of it is to have huge boobs. and Everyone goes, wow, they look fantastic. Exactly. They're obviously fake. It's, uh, anyway, <laughs> I get I get where you're going. With I'll, I'll stop there. I'll stop there. <laughs> so, <laughs> Betty, can you tell me how? So you've got the idea for the brand. How hard was this to get off the ground and what was it like getting it from concept to market?
1: Do you know what? It took a long time. It took uh, two to three years to develop. I mean, every formulation, every part of it bespoke. I've designed every everything from scratch there's nothing you know bought off the shelf and and just packaged with the labels nothing nothing like that mm. I've worked with my labs and things to develop formulations that I like I've tested everything and then all the components and things I wanted to work with and make sure I felt like they represented my personality and, and what I like because the most important thing for me was to develop a brand that I believe in and that I would use and I do use so that's why it was very important to do that but it wasn't too difficult it's just a lot of work yeah like it's a lot of work and a lot of um legal things you know because it's people's skin you have to make sure you have all the rigorous testing and things like that i'm proud to say everything's cruelty free Great, you haven't done any animal testing and things like that which i'm really happy about so yeah in that sense it's yeah
0: yeah and and that's a huge thing now especially with you know brands having to be so transparent um, about how it all comes to be and so are the labs in the uk are you kind of traveling all over the world how's how did that work
1: all the um formulations are manufactured in the uk yeah
0: right okay and and so when you have like the idea and then you have the the package and the finished goods with perhaps two or three years down the the road how do we get this off the ground then you have to build the e-commerce site you have to get pr teams involved
1: yeah it's all a, a whole process <laughs> you're kind of juggling a million things at once you got a little bit crazy um yeah. there was a period in time where i had so much going on in my head that i didn't know which way to turn <laughs> um but when you come out the other end it's quite a nice feeling um but yeah it's once you get to a certain point um is pring um just basically getting brand awareness really because at the end of the day you can have an amazing brand you just want people to know about it um and that's the key really
0: and and so people should be also checking out your social pages benny hancock for men on there now and yet do you do tutorials as well can you tell people how to actually apply this stuff because a lot of guys i guess will just be following the lead from their girlfriends or respective partners
1: yeah completely on the website under each product there's a video of myself (laughs) Um, showing uh, how i apply the product uh, with tips and tricks um and then we've got a how to use section showing a full start to finish guide on how to use all the products in the order i would so it's very easy to follow and we've catered for that because i know it's a new thing so it was important to make sure that guys to understand you know because some guys will be like what is foundation or yeah or what how do i put that brow thing on so in that sense it's very helpful and a lot of guys do say it's really helped them so we're happy with that
0: well as i was um i was having lunch today with my girlfriend i said i'll be talking to you later on um and, and she was going through the range obviously she's naturally very excited about anything makeup um and she goes oh he's got everything on here he's got the he's got the foundation face perfect he's got the uh, the bronzer uh, the brow definer and I, was, I haven't I've have no idea I'm sorry I have no <laughs> idea what any of these things are you're like yeah yeah <laughs> well, yeah of course I didn't say that to her I said yeah oh yeah when when she said there's a bro definer on there, I thought, is, is that are you mispronouncing that? Is that a bro-definer? <laughs> she's um, she's Russian. <laughs> uh, man, well, listen. Maybe it's, we
1: can call the brow-definer a bro-definer.
0: I think so, yeah. I said, I said, is that a genius bit of marketing or is that you mispronouncing brow-definer? <laughs> you might
1: be onto something here. I'll have to take that away.
0: <laughs> yeah, hashtag the bro-definer. <laughs> so, I mean, it must be also everything's new uh, the brand's brand new it must be a crazy time to release a brand in this climate how's how's the reaction been
1: um do you know it's been fantastic um it's been honestly fantastic because i think like we said a lot of people are at home everyone's very bored and they're they're wanting to try new things and, and entertain themselves and also another big thing is everyone's talking on zoom where everyone's doing zoom right. meetings for hours on end right. It's this new thing called zoom fatigue they're calling it <laughs> and basically you don't want to be on zoom looking terrible so yeah so a lot of the guys are actually getting themselves ready for their zoom meetings and zoom calls so in that sense it's still you know like normal no
0: way. You know, uh, you must have been under the, the dinner table at lunch when I was talking to my girlfriend about this. She was saying the same thing, because, you know, guys more than ever are kind of now on screen, you know, taking more photos of themselves. It's become more of a kind of photo Genic world, if that's if that's the phrase, it's not the phrase. Oh yeah, well, I know what you mean. Your your <laughs> mug is on everything these days. It's definitely in the Zoom meetings. Everywhere. I mean, my girlfriend thought that she would be able to put her feet up with regards to the makeup, um, because she has to work from home. And that was fine for the first couple of weeks. But then they said, oh, we've got to switch to visual. You know, we can't be doing Zoom calls with audio anymore. <laughs> no pajamas anymore. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, son of a bitch. You know, she was just having a great time. And now obviously it's, <laughs> it's, up, it's up another hour earlier than she wanted to be to, uh, you know, apply all the makeup again. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's interesting that guys are also having to having to follow suit in a way, you know. They've got to do it as well. And also all the tips that you have on how to present yourself. Like you've got to have about five or six Haynes manuals underneath the, the laptop. So it's not looking like straight up your nostrils. It's kind of that. Yeah, level.
1: completely good lighting. Yeah. As
0: well. Yeah. Good lighting. <laughs> how? What kind of lighting? You got any tips? For, have you got any good zoom meeting tips, please? Benny.
1: <laughs> I always try and have a window behind my laptop.
0: Oh. Um
1: And I always try. This, this sounds crazy, but I always try and make sure it's, um, between 10 to 11 or after lunchtime because I feel like it's too bright in the middle of the day oh all right <laughs> so, so, so I like to either do earlyish morning or sort of mid to late afternoon I feel like in the middle of the day it's just too bright and it washes you out and you almost look like you're just eyes and lips <laughs> if you've got a beard it saves you though because the beard gives you some structure (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: yeah, your your chin doesn't just drop off like runny cheese (laughs) well that makes sense i mean even when you're outside if you do any photography outside everyone knows like the the middle of the day is just like there's nothing yeah
1: glaring you're squinting exactly it's just not it's not a good time it's
0: it's uh, sunrises and sunsets, as they say. Exactly. <laughs> That's the secret.
1: Exactly.
0: Well, listen, Benny, thanks so much for jumping on the podcast. BennyHancock.com. Uh, I thoroughly recommend everyone checking it out. And also just that, the how-tos as well. If you if you kind of need to get up to speed on how to apply certain products, uh, all the videos are there. It's all clearly defined. And, and then you've got the try-on mirror as well. So uh, have a blast on it's that It's all side. there. Yeah, it's all there. Absolutely. <laughs> Benny, Thanks so much for your time. You can turn your aircon back on now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> going straight on. Put it yeah, <laughs> I don't doubt it. All right, mate. Take care of yourself.
1: You too. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks, mate. Bye bye. How about that? Thank you, Benny. Oh, thanks for turning off the aircon. We literally sweat to bring you this content, people. So make sure you're supporting the good guys. Head over to BennyHancock.com and treat yourself or a loved one to some game-changing cosmetics. In the meantime, thanks for tuning in. If you like what you're hearing, leave a review. Maybe there's a brand or a person you think would make a great guest. Put your suggestions in a comment on iTunes or wherever it is that you listen. And until next time...